Don't, what were you going to say, Matt? It's a good question. It is. But I'll have to wait because it's now episode 22, I think, of the Strength Hammer podcast. I was hoping you would do something funnier, Matt, when I hit start recording. <laughs> I at least that I think I think me showing early signs of Alzheimer's is hilarious. That's, you know. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, yeah, so hi, everybody. It's been a while since we've recorded. A lot has happened. I, the only excuse is my laziness, though. Uh, nothing else. So don't blame anyone else here. If you've noticed, uh, Matt with the Big M Power Hour has been very consistent. <laughs> yes. Um, Neil has a viable excuse making a, a, a two day triumph and treachery tournament happening here in what, two months? Oh boy, don't say that. Yeah, I guess Soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start every time we talk. Just. Wow, only this many more weeks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like Matt did getting ready for MCO. Oh, Dave's joining us now. I'm glad we I'm glad we started this. Let's let's get him admitted here. There we go. Hey, hey. The hammer. First caller of the night. Where are you from? Hey. Uh, I'm from Painland. Population me. From Painland? Yes. Yeah, you have to play soccer, Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's true. I am aching right now. All right. Well, so, we... yes, uh, Dave. Just so you are aware, we are recording. Yes, <laughs> we started. Uh, I did. I did tell Cole since he's part of our little chat group that he could join too. Because this you is stay, you stay away from Cole. No, right? this is <laughs> listen. The Strength Hammer Podcast Facebook Messenger group with a link goes in there. That's for everybody. He, All right, it's it's we're not the big M power hour. We don't. He's part of the strength hammer underground. <laughs> Boy, so is uh, so is Alex, <laughs> our, our our friend Alex. Um, him and I did Murph recently, and I kind of recorded like a short, maybe like fifteen minutes before and after. I'll probably try and throw at the end of this show. It'll be audio only. So if you're watching on YouTube, just pretend. Wait, isn't that? It's gonna be like. Uh... It's gonna be like Adam Sandler's sex or weightlifting. Is that what's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all you're gonna hear is just grunting. Why, why would you listen? No, to that? no, it's 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 uh, so it's gonna be worse audio than ever because it was recorded on my phone, um, driving both to and from the CrossFit box. So it was like, you're I, really selling this. That's... <laughs> I listen. If you're here, you're here for a reason, and it's. Not for quality. Give you views, make you feel it, better about yourself. Is that... It's to hear road noise. I think no. that's what people are here for. <laughs> oh yeah, my car is not quiet on the road noise. It, it lets it in, and it, we were driving on seventy. It wasn't. It's not going to be nice. So to take the earphone. I'll give a. I'll give a nice pause, and then you know, like 10, 15 second pause. Take your earphones out because it's going to probably get loud. Um, and no, I'm not going to clean up the audio. I probably won't do more than like five seconds of listening to it to make sure it actually recorded right. If it's if it's so bad that you can't actually hear us, then I will just cut it and we'll bring then Alex. I will just play it at double volume. <laughs> yes. yes. Enhance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enhance. Enhance the road noise. So uh, yeah, so tonight um, we're going to be talking. We're going to do a quick run through of the Bellacor story. Uh, we're we're going to complete the whole coverage of this Broken Realm series because we only got one more to go after Bellacor. Uh, it'll be kind of short and sweet. We'll probably talk about the AOS 3 Dominion stuff, uh, that new box set. 
and uh, just general chit chat. So I, I guess our usual, our usual cadence. Uh, Dave, uh, what's your fitness been lately? Because you just did some fitness. Ooh, yes, I have uh, started semi regularly playing soccer uh, with a mix of old, out of shape people like myself uh, and young, really in shape people, which shame me. Um, <laughs> Also, most of the old, out-of-shape people also shame me. Um, you can be the goalie. I'm... Go be the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I... soon as the go- ball goes in, you blame your defense. That's what, that's yeah. what oh, happens yeah. in Premier yeah. League. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, speaking of the Premier League, my, my favorite team, Chelsea, uh, happened to succeed uh, well enough, not only in the Premier League, but also uh, in that Champions League. I... So. Well, uh, I should just drop you from this chat right now uh as an arsenal <laughs> fan i'm a, I'm a gunner um but you know congrats to your team and their uh bullshit ways um hey, are we talking about dwarves sure yes <laughs> <laughs> matt you can just substitute them all for dwarves in like little little clan <laughs> battles <laughs> there was a time where i was at work they were um a real blue collar place and they were doing a a um fantasy league they're like, hey, do you want in? And I was like, have dragons been drafted yet? And they said, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they walked away. That's the way to do it. Nice. All this, all this sports ball talk. Well, I mean, that's that's good. I mean, soccer would be a pretty intense sport, I imagine. I've never actually played it myself, but I imagine it's uh, a lot of good cardio. Yes. Uh, even for those of us like myself who run a little bit and then walk and wheeze, most of the rest of the time um so i'm i'm at the uh i've, I've got several disadvantages here one is i'm, I'm old mm-hmm. uh, having hit the big 4-0 uh two is i'm out of shape uh three is i'm old and out of shape hmm. um and number four is the last time i played organized soccer i was either in fourth or fifth grade so i've gone a good solid three decades of not playing like at all um but, so uh, if, if this makes you feel any better, I was actually way back in the day. Um, I was recruited by some Division two schools to play soccer. I made states um, in high school, and I played at 38. I played one game, almost tore my quad, and then I haven't played since. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dave, I want to say, I mean, the, the lack of hair on the top of your head makes you more aerodynamic, so at least there's less resistance when you're running. Uh, running uh, might be very generous here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you just you just wait for someone to like brush up against you and just flop. That's all you got to do. You got you got to draw the penalties out. That's your goal. Something uh, in Ohio air just gets rid of the hair. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in the water. Uh, Akron water is not the best. Mm. Um, That's good. What about uh, uh? I'm sorry. Did you have any more? No, I, I just was going to trail off, and, and you prevented me from doing that. So no, that's all. darn. Sorry. Tra- trailing <laughs> off is free content. Uh, Neil, as you're sitting there, you're also looks like you're enjoying a fine whiskey. I have some uh, American honey right here. I am. I have some scotch right down there. Some Macallan. Nice. Well, while we're doing the anti-fitness thing and having alcohol, uh, what was your fitness lately? My fitness, um, the last two days, so I've been doing karate, right? And I've been doing that pretty consistently. In fact, uh, my, my cover is that I'm doing that with my kids, but I actually enjoy it more than them, I'm pretty sure. So, is it because uh, you beat them up? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can win? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want my kid getting too good at this stuff. I still got to, you know, 
So uh, they were at their grandparents' house, and so my wife and I, who also does karate, um, we went to a grappling class. And I thought, grappling? That will be really cool, right? Because you're just going to be rolling around on the ground and putting people in holds. That's what grappling is, right? Um, turns out what it actually is is you just do lunges across a very large mat <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again to the point where my legs cramped so bad I had to stop before the last set of them. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, is it cheaper than CrossFit? For about two days since, but I am able to squat now. Okay. So I'm feeling really good about tomorrow. <laughs> is is it are is it cheaper than CrossFit? Is all I gotta ask. It is cheaper than CrossFit, okay. but it is. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. it sounds like the same thing. As bad. <laughs> it, it is as bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Matt. How about yourself? What's uh, what's going on in your fitness world? Nothing much, really. Uh, I have been uh, all hobby. Yep. Nope, that's fine. We'll uh we'll get into that because uh, you have been extreme hobby mode. You've been the most hobbying out of all of us. Um, <laughs> but we'll wait for that next segment. So my fitness, I can't remember the last time we recorded. I know I think we just finished the CrossFit Open. I don't think I mentioned it, so I've had my appendix out. <laughs> uh, so that got into the way of that doesn't uh, count as CrossFit, Chuck. That that, does not count it doesn't. CrossFit. It got in the way of CrossFit. It's the last. It's still, like literally the last thing you have to do. <laughs> it's true to join the cult of CrossFit. Your out lately. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, um, so I had my appendix out, got back into full working shape, was feeling good again. Did Murph, uh, as like I said, mentioned Alex. That will hopefully be at the end. If not, we'll have him on the next episode, uh, or maybe like a mini episode. Uh, probably the next, because if I say mini, that means I'm doing extra work, which I'm not doing. Um, yeah, I did Murph. I did. Maybe I'll have him on my episode. You should. Talk about it. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, well, he crushed the workout. I uh, I did okay. It was just slightly over an hour. I wore the weight vest for the mile runs, but not the work, which, uh, and anyone listening, if you don't know what Murph is, it's a really hard CrossFit workout that's done every year on Memorial Day by the CrossFit community. It's a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, mile run. Um, now, you can kind of break that up as you want. I don't do that for whatever reason. So I actually do the mile run. Then I did a hundred pull-ups in a row, 200 push-ups. It's kind of like pull-ups and push-ups are my least favorite. So I just want to get them out of the way. So I'm just doing them all. Um, yeah, I think 61.56 was my time. So I want that under an hour with the weight vest, but we'll see. Just got to keep getting better, better and stronger. Um, and then, yeah, cool. it's, what's it? Murph too. It's like when you're, so I did it years ago and i was not able to do 100 pull-ups so they will make sure that you are able to do 100 pull-ups they will put a, a green band around your foot and you will do those 100 pull-ups to yeah. the best of your ability yeah, so, it, I I've done it. so even if it sounds really bad they will make it you able to do it so yeah i mean <laughs> it's, it's, rep, it's it's no doubt reps were getting sloppy and eventually you got to the point where it's just doing singles because it's just a mental grind but um you know like, like you said like i did 100 pull-ups like no no assistance it was just 100 pull-ups and i was just like well a couple years ago that was not even something i'd even consider uh but yeah um that was good and then uh, neil as he alluded to um had a, another minor minor surgery um that's gonna keep me out of the gym for a week um <laughs> and uh keep the keep the bag of peas handy for the rest of the day but i'm actually i'm doing i'm doing okay surprisingly like i healed fast from appendectomy i'll heal even faster from this um <laughs> But yeah, uh, so fitness is going good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, anyway, let's uh, transition to hobby. 
Uh, Matt, I think you're going to have first, them. First, I, I oh. do want I do want to point out one thing. You you talked about doing a hundred pull-ups like it's nothing. It is nothing I now. <laughs> I don't think I could do a hundred pull-ups if the bar was literally at chin level and I was allowed to use my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pull-ups were never my thing. Hey, just wanted to establish that. Actually, surprisingly, the push-ups are the worst part of it for me. Pull-ups, sure. just, you just rip your hands and it hurts and you move on with your life. Push-ups, it's like, you eat my body just like says, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, well, too bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, hobby. Matt. Because yeah. you, so you have some uh, hobby plans. I'm sure you talked about it recently on the latest episode of Big M's Power Hour, which went up today at, as of recording. <laughs> this is what I was working on uh, previously. There you go. I'm sure. Yep. Yep. So, you know, very weird D&D character. Yeah, the, but, the audio listeners uh, can see that that model. Well, guess what? If you're watching this on audio, if you're watching this on audio, that's a good trick. That's doing. amazing. Yeah. Get your ass off audio. Get on YouTube. Just yeah. stop. Like and subscribe. Stop. Smash that bell. Um, don't, don't even do that. But yeah, so then this is what I've been working on. And here's when the magnets the other four out. Weeks. Yeah. So this is um, 40 wardens and 20 sentinels. Um, I've gotten I've gotten all the orange on. I've gotten, well, so I got the dresses done, the armor done. Uh, the only thing I need is the gold edge trimming on all of them and the weapon. Mm -hmm. um, stalling a little bit just because I've gotten to the point where the gold is taking me. I've gotten it down to a half hour per model. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's good from where you were at. Yeah. It's, um, it's a beautiful Lumina scheme. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I really like it. I'll be really happy when it's done. Um, only to realize that then I have to start on the mountain temple. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, like I said, so these, so uh, as of time of recording, uh, this army was supposed to be done for ACO. That did not happen. ACO is next Friday again as of time of recording. Uh, so, sons. Yep. Good. Old, I mean, that's a good backup plan. It's easy. You get to have fun. This is this is this will be the. You, is this the yeah? This is the first major tournament coming back. So, well, also, so like I said on top of that, it's in um, it's in New Jersey. They still have their mask mandates on, so it's going to be the mask during the whole tournament. Mm -hmm. um, I have yet to find a way to wear mask and glasses, so I basically <laughs> so I won't be able to like sit there and read the rules. So I needed an army that I already just have everything memorized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, I, I assume it'll probably be on the Big M's Power Hour because that's when the re that's where the real content seems to go. Uh, assume because you're going with Cole. Assume you guys will do your full coverage on your show next month. Probably. Yeah. Unless I get uh, inspired to do something else. Start your. Are you starting your own channel? Is this the end of the Strength Hammer News Network, which only existed because you said it? <laughs> But <laughs> well, again, listen. It doesn't. It, nowhere does does my channel say Strength Hammer Network, Strength Hammer Underground, Strength Hammer Underground. <laughs> Strength Hammer. You, you nixed it, so I was like, no problem. Boss. Strength <laughs> Hammer <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> we hammer. We don't give a shit. Hey, you know what? That's what. Whenever uh, Neil and Dave start their own show, they could do Strength Hammer After Dark. Actually, um, so. This is all Matt's idea, but I'm going to throw it out there and support it with my full authority as the um, whatever the hell I am. Um, so Matt has the Big Empower Hour. I have this show. 
and then uh if we had a third show we could we could put out some serious content like almost weekly so we need we need the ohio boys to do to do the strength hammer after dark it can be about anything you want literally anything so many ideas in my head right now for strength hammer after dark but i'm gonna keep them in my head for now yeah save them don't give away that content i feel like that's just 100 percent slanesh 24 7 right two sweaty old guys talking about things with and like and slightly invite someone else to be the other sweaty old guy slightly adjacent it to to warhammer age of sigmar as loosely as possible like honestly it could even just be you guys just talking about whatever random bullshit you want while you're painting models together like that would still i i would it, like it's, it's gonna get to the point where like I, I saw matt's putting a lot of effort into the big m's power hour for sure like i i, I uploaded it today and i'm like I'm probably gonna listen to it tomorrow <laughs> even though it's like the type of content that's a really good episode yeah, yeah, like, like, like i hate to pat myself on the back but it's actually pretty damn good <laughs> oh speak of the devil we have we have a emergency guests coming in second caller of the night cole cole's joined the... God damn it cole <laughs> see i told you where you're from and what you're wearing i listen i i told i was telling matt that if that link goes into strength hammer chat anyone in that chat can join we're not the big m's power hour we're not some secret club Listen, and I said Cole is strength hammer underground only. There's no way he's gonna join like a little prostitute into this show. He's but, in. Oh, he's <laughs> in. I didn't even realize you guys are in the middle of recording, aren't you? We yeah. are, but you're staying. You're stuck here as oh, long shit. as you can. As long as you can. Um, the best beard in Warhammer. Of course he's staying. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, thanks. Absolutely. Yep. I thought we were all painting. Shit. <laughs> I, you can. You can paint. I can't multitask like that, so... I just finished, so... Yeah. Um, well, I, I can't paint because I make a ton of noise with my water. <laughs> you do. You do. It's... The noisiest painter. It's aggressive. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to put a quick pause on the hobby to get caught up here. Cole, what have you been doing for your fitness lately? Uh, for fitness lately, I have uh, started to... Well, I've been walking, and now I've added a run to it. I walk for one mile and run for one mile after day that's awesome and i am on a calorie count of 2200 calories a day are you using the my fitness pal yes i am heck yeah i talked to a few about it so nice that's what i'm doing awesome lose like 40 pounds so we'll see how it goes hey pa pound a week you'll get there don't worry and you're gonna go up and down just trust yeah. the process give it time uh okay all right caught up on fitness we did matt's hobby uh, Dave, what's what's your hobby been? I have actually been hobbying a little bit lately, mm -hmm. which is a huge change. Uh, so right now my basement is in disarray because we're getting it waterproofed. And you had asbestos uh, taking out. Yes, yep. asbestos <laughs> getting taken out. That was uh, that was something. Um, didn't take nearly as long as I expected, but uh, we're making up for that with the waterproofing. Um, <laughs> But uh, we're getting carpet put down there eventually, and, and so I'll have a actually nice, like, civilized hobby area. But for now, I get to hobby on my desk that's amongst all kinds of crap here in the den. But I have been painting my Chimera. Nice. I, Yay. You know, I, I remember it's way... It's not going to show up well here, but... That's fine. <laughs> put, put it on your Twitter, Dave. That'll be linked below. Um, 
Man, I, I be the lonely thing on my Twitter. I remember when the White Dwarf came out with Storm and Magic, and I saw the cockatrice for the first time. I've never picked up that model, but like as a fresh young hobbyist, I saw that thing and I was like, "That's an amazing model." And yet, I've never bought one still. But like, yeah, I, I love that model. Yeah, there's, a, uh, there's an army list of all cockatrices uh, flying around. Yeah, right cockatrice, cock- cock- like, chimeras. Yeah, like just all of those are just like, man, it's such a cool like. Yeah, I'm I'm. I, I, I probably still won't, it's, unless I can make it like a witch elf. But anyway, uh, Neil, what's your hobby, Ben? Neil, what army is that under? What's that? Cockatrice? What army is, uh, is it Slaves yeah. of Darkness now? It's, uh, beasts of Chaos? Maybe? Or is it Beasts? I think it's Beasts. But my hobby has been, uh, I finished up that army for that friend of mine, uh, his corn army, so I just did all of his uh, lava bases. Um, outside of that, I have, uh, with the help of three of you lovely people um actually i will say five or four of you lovely lovely people because you uh, cole contributed as well by putting your narrative into that book so um we have the uh ren 4 battle across the realms book is being published right now outside of one a that should have been an e at the back that's the only <laughs> error i know of at the moment i'm sure i will find at least five thousand more um but i'm probably gonna fix that before all the rest of the books get shipped but um the first book is shipped and it is on its way to my house right now so that's great take a look at it hopefully it's it's printed well and what that is is it's just the rules for our system and then uh 32 different uh one to two page narratives all through this all in all i think it's 84 pages uh, like it's got some hardbacks got some softbacks and so most people are getting the softbacks um all you lovely people are getting the hardbacks so. no that's i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get everyone to sign their narrative page in mine that'd be awesome i think it'd be pretty cool yeah Yeah. it's it's a yearbook (laughs) (laughs) i like it no that's incredible Mm -hmm. um yeah i I can't wait for that event because that'll be my first two-day event since whatever the last one was nova a couple years ago yeah ohio Ohio is uh sans masks right now we're doing pretty good over here so i'm anticipating that uh into july i would should be no masks for the uh, tournament. So. Well, unless you want to wear one. Me, yes, yeah, so me and Cole are going to bring over our uh, our Western PA rural ways and do what we want anyway. Shoot off, <laughs> shoot off guns and fireworks in that building. Be the hicks it. <laughs> Cole, what's uh, what's your hobby right now? My hobby right now is my next deep can. I'm getting ready for Atlantic City Open. That's great. Could you also turn up your mic just a little bit? Might be able to. Okay, if you can. Uh, I'll just talk a little louder for the moment. That's fine so. too. You're just you're just slightly soft, and I don't want anyone else okay, to out missing your sultry I tones. Just gotta move. Thank move you. that dial up. <laughs> yeah. It's you know it's great whenever you're only managing you and somebody else, Matt. But like you know I'm managing all these people. I got this background here. I got MS Paint ready to go for our Bellacor review. Uh, but first, my hobby. Um, Uh, Daughters of Cain. Like, I, I can't remember what's the last thing I did. I'm painting witch elves right now. If you didn't expect that, I'm floored. Yeah, I this mean, is unbelievable. And after that, I have 20 more sisters of slaughter. And then after that, finally, I'll, I'll, I'll probably do some stormcast from the Dominion box set. I'll find somewhere to offload the cruel boys. The models, models just doesn't do it for me. I think they're great, but they just don't do it for me. Um, and then I'm starting my second dock army. So yeah, just get used to that. And if you're not used to that and you're on this channel, I don't know where the hell you found us, but like I paint Daughter's Cane all the time. 
<laughs> just... Every time, every time Chuck says painting daughters of Cain, we need like a breaking news thing that just flashes on. Uh, <laughs> hey, if someone wants to take over editing this show and recording it and like it make me seem like the host, but you do all the work, that's that's the dream right there. I think Neil just volunteered. Uh, that's what no, I heard. Sir. No sir. We'll just brand it as uh, Strength Hammer After Dark, and then then you have to make your own show again, Chuck. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> just steal my Strength show. Strength Hammer After Dark, adding sound effects. <laughs> if I had a mixing board, I would. Uh, I could do a mixing board through o OBS, which is what I use, but the jokes would really miss because only I would hear that sound. You guys wouldn't. <laughs> like, and the audience, obviously, but... Uh, yeah, so anyway, tonight... Uh, for those who are able to view us on YouTube, you know we did a lovely Marathi review, which I have Marathi's image up here on screen. And then we also did Teclas. I got Teclas's amazing, amazing portrait right here as well. I'll close this one. Now we got Bellacor. This fucking excuse for a guy. Ugh, he had a story. He stole it from Alarial. I'm convinced. <laughs> we should have had a, a Broken Realms Alarial. Who cares about Bellacor? So, uh, out of all of us, I know not everyone has had a chance to read Bellacor yet. It, no, no, not calling shade here, just being open with it. So, Matt, have you had a chance to read Bellacor yet? No. Dave? Actually, yes. Neil? Yes. Cole? No. Man, big empower yeah. hour, letting us down again. Big hour. Those win-at-all-cost yeah. fools. Hey, you want to talk about Stormcast? I mean, we can do that. I'm ready. I got a PowerPoint presentation to do. <laughs> Just do it in the background, like on mute. <laughs> uh, I and I have, uh, and if you actually, if you'd like to get like an in-depth review of the lore, um, I was actually on the Garage Hammer podcast for this a while back. We went to full details on it. Two Plus Tough always does great lore coverage. Um, and if you're looking at for rules in depth, uh, obviously Warhammer Weekly and Facehammer are two of my favorites. Um, do you guys have any shout outs for any like coverage you like for these types of things that are going to go more in depth than we will? Because we just kind of hang out and chat because that's kind of what I want this podcast to be. I mean, you, me personally, my go-to is uh, good old Doug on 2 Plus Tough. Guy's a miracle worker. He is. He is. I'm a, a Garagehammer, Warhammer Weekly, and Facehammer. Facehammer's hilarious to me when I listen to it, it's, um, you know, they, they talk so much, uh, of the nitty gritty and I listen to the whole thing. I listen very intently. And then when the episode ends, it's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know how that happens. Maybe it's just a very low IQ, but, uh, <laughs> it just seems to be gone. Oh, oh, so, you know what, there's, I, there's one channel that, that I know we're allowed to dunk on here. Um, uh, so I'm going to dunk on them. So I haven't watched them for a while, you know, just cause of the flack they got, but they had like a while ago, they had the video of like, we're going to try and you know, do better and everything. And of course I'm talking about mini war gaming. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had a video that was like the rejected, um, soul blight versus sons of Bahama. Okay. Like, 30 minutes. Okay. You can get my attention. They literally screwed it up in the, in the list making. Wait, did they screw up the list making for Sons of Bahamut? Yes. There's he literally only two ways to build that army, and they screwed it up. <laughs> he took uh, all three man crushers in a single unit. Wow. So then wow. he made a clutch turn one nine-inch charge 
with all three man crushers instead of just one like he should have. Mini war game. And then of course, and then of course there's the um, absolute bottom of the barrel filth that you just can't like. You know, like whenever you have like a pan that's just been around too long, there's just shit at the bottom you can't get off. <laughs> well, that is commenting in Mini Wargaming's channel videos about oh. like still bitching about the double turn. And it's like, no, he's a bad player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, Mini Wargaming, you're better than that. We think. No, we think. We we believe. We no, hope. No. We dream. It's not there. I'm trying to be positive on this one. Listen. Listen, I you know that I have been like, no man, this would be cool, it's gonna be great. We we should like maybe see if we can go out there sometime. Like, no, I'm done. Done. <laughs> it's it's not that hard. Their invite to you is actually in the mail as we speak, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they still use snail mail for some yeah. reason. <laughs> They're trying to fax it to me. That's, um, that's the, that's, yeah. from, from what it sounds like they uh sent it to the wrong address anyway, so Matt will never see it. Right. So I, I would have one other entry for lore-related podcasts. I've I've uh, tended to really enjoy the Mortal Realms and their mm, yes. uh, lore. Uh, although I must say it's been a while since I've uh, gotten around to, to following through on that, but they've always been enjoyable. They have. I mean, if we really want to get into like podcast reviews, like I'm, I, I, we we could make that the show. Like I'm not. I'll still name this Bellacor review, and we'll we'll do five <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> Actually, I've been listening to a ton of like fitness and different podcasts lately. Um, but yeah, uh, do you guys want to get into that? Because I do. I'm ready. I'm. I could go. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I did all my reviews. Okay. All I, right. I listen Any to Rush Hammer and Mortal Mortal Realms, and I actually still listen to this show. <laughs> Even when you're on it. Yeah, that's I need that little ego stroke, right? All right. Wow. <laughs> you know, it may. It may yeah. it, I mean, I don't know how you can do that. Live the second conversation twice yeah I, it's it's really great and then i i keep hearing this one jerk that like has terrible ideas yeah i'm sorry i, I have to i no, have to be on this show oh okay <laughs> actually dave could you do this for me Uh-oh. when you re-listen to this show can you re-listen to it with a headset on and record it i want i want to record i want to put up a show that's your commentary of this show with you on it <laughs> just cut yeah frank hammer <laughs> after dark <laughs> director's cut <laughs> but it's like it's like the same thing like one day i want to do a show where we watch warhammer weekly live together and just critique and chat about it or chat over it while it's happening or if we can get vince to watch one of our shows and then post that as his show and then we can vince, do that to the show of him watching us vince is a very <laughs> vince is an intelligent smart man and he does not have time for the shenanigans of our content that's some. That's, um, <laughs> inception level shit right there yeah <laughs> and then for power hour i can then review that episode <laughs> <laughs> and as always if you have any hate comments leave them on latest aos coaches show comments section uh no context needed he knows and if he doesn't he, also he doesn't. hate comments apparently have a great home with mini wargaming so that's, uh, yeah or yeah. honestly any yeah, any is... warhammer stream like i i don't know we like i watched the dominion one and like i turned on chat for a second oh i'm like are you guys like rookie mistake like what the hell is this like <laughs> it's just bad like these people yeah. Yeah, one they have bad they have bad hot takes and two they're just a bunch of a- assholes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually covered that in power hour as well so oh, good yeah <laughs> 
I, I think the trick in the future, Chuck, is to actually just watch it through uh, the Warhammer community website because I don't even know if you can see the chat through that. Mm. Uh, well, so I, I usually you're, you're not even burdened. With I it. usually turn it off. I just turn it on just to see. I expected filth and yeah, like it was just like and I, they I, did I, not disappoint. Yeah, well, it's yeah, especially if, even in real life play. Uh. <laughs> unless unless you turn on during a Warhammer 40k stream, uh, and my God, Ooh. that is it. Yeah, that there's that 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 game draws out some real bad people on this one. You have the anonymity of internet. Chuckle fucks come out. Anyway, speaking of, speaking of chuckle fuck, chuckle fucks, chuckle fucks, <laughs> Bellacore. Easy for you to say. Yeah, easy. All right, so I'm gonna bring up MS Paint here on the side. You can still see our all of our beautiful, well, beautiful faces. Going on. Yeah. So, um, Bellacore. Bellacor. So, uh, Dave, do you want to kind of walk us through, like, kind of like the opening act, because it doesn't actually start with Bellacore. Because who cares about Bellacore? Who cares? The best part is mm -hmm. I the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs show up. Right. We... right, and if and by the way, if you're on audio right now, I highly suggest you do watch the show. I'm gonna be MS Paint live drawing the story as we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. So uh, so uh, I, so Dave, I need some detailed uh, Dave, I'm actually gonna rely on you and, and as well as Neil to kinda like lead the conversation during this as I perform the highest level of art I am capable of. You are going to regret this to no end. Yes. <laughs> Matt Matt and Cole, I expect you to throw in random shenanigans that actually didn't happen. Just what you think would happen or be fun to add and see me draw. Um, I got you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no problem. I think, I think the best part is uh, with my memory of having read this stuff, mm -hmm. and I just read it like last week, uh, they're going to be more accurate than I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's fine. Right. So uh, I'm guessing I'm going to start with the color green because we're, we're talking Seraphon, right? And, and that's green somehow? What okay, blue, what color do you want these lizards to be? Oh, I got them all kinds of colors. All right, well. Uh, but, but, I mean, we start with croak, really, so, so it should be uh, a brown. A dusty brown, yeah. Whatever um, color a frog in a microwave would be. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the answer is you can't see it because it's messed up the, the front of the microwave uh, so the uh the first section here is the realm gates under threat uh you know nagash had done all his shenanigans with the, the necroquake and all that all the realm gates they're just all under threat all that's of them. just how okay. it is um croak is at all realm gates all right yeah yeah you know that's that's who he is uh uh and there's this uh eater of tomes the the gaunt summoner that's uh i believe out in the uh eight points um and uh he's got his little silver tower you know so he's clearly just sitting there playing old age of sigmar board games um and uh and croak has it in his head that the you know the old one's plan is let's take that thing out let's start knocking down some silver towers uh so they get out there and uh you know the there's all kinds of shenanigans going on at the eight points and all that and and there's some nonsense with uh stormcast and who cares about them uh, but then then the seraphon come in and say hey all these chaos guys they they kind of suck like you know, all those other factions, you've got your Stormcast, you've got your cities, you've got all that. They're order with a little O. Uh, Seraphon, they're order with the capital O. Like, they're, they're really, uh, they're, they're driving the bus here. 
And so they get out there and they say, that silver tower, that's, that's got to go. And, and honestly, it was, it was a lot of fun reading about uh, a Seraphon battle. And, and they've, mm-hmm. they've got these Carnosaurs riding out there. They've got uh, Bastilodons blasting left and right with their solar engines as they do. And of course, they're facing Chaos Demons. So, you know, extra damage. I can jump in for a second, Mm -hmm. too. So they go in. They go in through the Genesis Gate, where the Stormcast Mm. are fighting a battle against Nurgle, trying to hold this gate, trying to open this gate. Stormcast are like, which oh, which dead. which stormcast were they by the way? Because that's that's kind of important. They were the the hollowed knights. So we're talking about Gardas and uh, and the rest of his crew, uh, um, Lord uh, Castle Grim and his awesome Griffon. Silver or the white ones? Those are the silver, silver ones. Silver. silver and blue. We're gonna draw the. They the, are the only the faithful crew. We got the and, Chad uh, stormcasts here at the bottom. But they're <laughs> dying in droves. Nurgle is 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 whooping their butt. They're trying to like ten abs um, going on here. Take that Genesis gate that Alariel took. And um, and Seraphon just go, and they they just march right on by. They're like, now, nah, now nah, we're cool, bro. We're we got other things to do. <laughs> hey, speaking uh, of Valerial, what do we? Uh, I know it's a side rack, but what do? What's uh, what's going on with that uh, war scroll, huh? Or is that in Kragnos? That's Kragnos. That's Kragnos. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Wait, we'll wait a couple weeks for that one. All right, so Come yeah, on, I, so I got. Um, I don't know, man. I haven't get the book yet. <laughs> right, anyway, continue with the story. Uh, so they they go all out and and uh, they the, the battles going back and forth and and uh, cats and dogs living together and all that. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's uh, you know it's it's going bad. There's there's a lot of Seraphon just dying left and right. Uh, but they they were able to take out this uh, tower ultimately. Before uh, now, before the they take it out. So it's in the eight points. The tower kind of like kind of like rockets out. You know, countdown. Ten, you know, <laughs> like the space shuttle <laughs> just out of there. Oh wait, wait. And when that happens, there's just like a like a nuclear detonation, and all the seraphon that were there gone. Um, but yeah, see, I didn't want to it. talk about that. That was traumatic for me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So see this. The silver tower goes boop out to uh, uh, where are we at Shimon, and um, yeah, I, I love how we had like Cro- Michael Jackson. Come on, do it right. Rome, Rome metal, right? <laughs> yeah. And but but Crocus foreseen exactly where it's going to end up, and so some. Uh, what, what's the skink's name? Chuck, help me out with this guy. I don't know. I am skink in Shimon. He's I... leading like a thunderquake star host. That, that oh basically... man! You got you yeah, got me. You got me. Icto. <laughs> Icto. But Icto. Um, yeah, so so they they commence uh, they resume the attack, I guess, in a new realm. So after, after they after they me. well after they pew pew it down, right? Hold mm-hmm. on, I got I got to have Croak here. He's a fire in his laser. Well, I'm pretty right. sure it was the. It was the uh, well, no, it was, was Crocus. No, it was just the skink javelins. Oh, just oh yeah, okay, it was yeah, that's right. It was just skink javelins and blowguns. That's yep. all it was. It wasn't the giant laser. <laughs> all right, so we so we uh. Yeah, so we have the silver tower crash. Whoops, I need my pencil here. Silver tower crash. I'm just gonna draw this rubble on the ground. 
Oh, and and there's talk of of uh, flamers and pink horrors and all this stuff and big explosion. So I, I want to see those drawn up there too. Uh, hold on, I'm drawing a giant dinosaur right now attacking the silver tower. You need you want pink horrors and stuff. Oh yeah, Draw. pink horrors, flamers, <laughs> do it right. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. And un undoubtedly, Chuck, many of the pink horrors died and therefore became blue horrors. Right, so you got to have those in there. I'm drawing twice <laughs> as many blue horrors. And six and, of them. Uh, and then there's lots of brimstone horrors popping up, too. I mean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I got to. Actually, brimstone horrors is my favorite part of this entire story, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait for it. <laughs> yeah, that's not here yet. And this is. Uh, they they no, do play here. a specific yeah. role. And this is. Uh, tome eater with this tome that he's eating right there and he's on fire because uh what, what's the lizard men do here all right a seraphim so, yeah so uh first of all uh ikto did uh did bite the big one in this uh mm. um and so you know it happens uh that's just and, and how it goes did we did we cover the fact that a giant swath of, sh of shaman where this thing landed detonated did we cover that like people like well, miles away like were looking at it and got yeah. blinded like Everyone's some city blind, is just gone yeah. <laughs> some city was just like going about its day and all of a sudden it's just like vaporized but it I love also it when, when they say stuff like this by the way because like <laughs> it's just like people from like hundreds of miles are now blind and deaf it's just like who's <laughs> who's left in these realms <laughs> <laughs> like how do they get by everybody's <laughs> blind and deaf what are we what are we doing here like you know i'm, I'm fine <laughs> well, that means they just have careers as referees ahead of them. So. <laughs> That's um, uh, But uh, the other side effect of this uh, silver tower exploding is um, the the magic of the silver tower was tied in with the um, arcane constructs and primordial pathways and all this stuff, and a bunch of realm gates just start exploding all over the place in multiple realms just all over the place uh now this was part of what croak foresaw and he was like you know what the price of losing a bunch of realm gates and having these realm gates explode is worth it to take out the silver tower that's that's the great plan from the old ones he's he knows what he's doing mm -hmm. um, yeah unfortunately not mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got we got a realm, back, yeah. we got a tiny realm gate here. It says boom next to it. It's got a sad face because it's exploding. You know what's gonna happen is all the realm gates are gonna explode eventually, except for one. There's gonna be one realm gate left, and that's gonna be the realm gate for the old world that eventually blows up. We're just gonna come for a full circle. <laughs> We're coming all the way around. There we go. Well, well Neil, now don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, first, there's gonna be a, a book released about uh, Archeon and the One Point. Um, <laughs> so. so actually there was a there was a Gotrek novel that there was a realm gate back to the old world, Gotrek destroyed it. Anyway. Doubling down on that, huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, so let, let me clear the scene here. Uh, so what happens? And then Neil, I think I think you take over for the next page here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, for the Caradron, um, see this explosion, and um, they go to check it out. And so they got this brand new uh, sparkly uh, um, frigate. I don't know why it's got to be a frigate. It's 
you know, I feel like it needs to be an ironclad, but it's uh, it's the fastest uh, frigate in the uh, in the fleet, and um, they are flying out to check this thing out. And so they're out to check this out, and they bring up a new character that's on the boat, and he's just this general Arcanaut, but he's he's this old guy, this old grizzled Arcanaut that's been there forever, and uh, for some reason um, he just kind of keeps popping up and keeps giving advice to the. Uh, um, I think he's an Undern Master, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Undern Master, um, as they're on their way, right? And so they kind of they kind of s- scout this out, see that something's wrong, and they fly back to report what's going on. Um, in the meantime, Bellicor <laughs> is making a dash for um, the Realm Gate in uh, I'm forgetting the name of the city, Dave. Uh, which one is it? It's the one that's controlled by the um, Celestial Vindicators. Oh yeah, that's. Oh wait, I, I got I, I, I gotta drop Bellacor. I gotta drop Bellacor here. Hold on. What is that? It's not what realm? It's metal. Vindicarum. Vindicarum. There we go. That's it. So that is that is <laughs> vindicators. Celestial vindicators. How can I forget yeah. that? <laughs> um, so <laughs> wait no. Um, so anyway, so. Um, so Bellacor starts making a beeline to to the city. He's going to the goal is to destroy this Rome Gate and, and utterly destroy this city. Um, now, in the meantime, we we flash back to the 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 realm of heavens, Azir, and uh, Gardas is back there after being killed and reforged. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe uh, so he, he did not make it after the Seraphon uh, pieced out. And, uh, and of course, but he they, uh, he did hold the gate though. They, he, he did. He held the gate for the uh, for the uh, stormcast from Broken Realms Marathi, who went to go help with the Varenite issue come back. So, yep. Mm-hmm. And of but course, on this time, whenever he uh, whenever he was reforged, he forgot what lemonade tastes like. So, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> some of the least of his words at that point. He, <laughs> he forgot all of second off, grade. <laughs> he, he is he's pretty mad, and he decides that he's going to go have um, go to this this area of Azir where you know if you talk about the seraphon are <clears throat> kind of from azir as well they're floating around their spaceships in the heavens so he goes to this spot and basically to commune with them and uh, he stays there for a number of days and finally it's like beam me up scotty Pew! he goes flying out and who's there but lord croak uh and lord croak is uh, basically gives him a vision of what's going to happen at vindicarum um, no no, no. he um, gives he kinda... him a vision of a lot more death and destruction first Correct, and, and that pisses off Gardas. Gardas is displeased with this vision of death, to, like all these cities falling under the assault of chaos. And he's like, "Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." And then Croak is like, "Uh, uh-uh. oh no, you didn't." <laughs> what I find interesting about this part is, so Croak has made this calculation um, that okay, you know, we want to kill these the Silver Tower. This is Bella course yep. plan all along is that these these towers actually and, do and, fall in true chaos and Delacour uh, fact- made the the location of that tower um he was the cause of that secret being revealed to the seraphon in the first place so so Bastard. croak thinks he's doing the right thing here and he's blowing up the silver tower and he's really just oh, he's doing the right thing shut up neil Whole, whole plan, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, they, they they make him out to be this omnipresent, you know, kind of entity. And you know, he's showing Gardas all these things. But really, as far as Bellacor's plan goes, Croak kind of screwed up. 
got Crook kind of played right into his hands. So he does give Gardas a um, vision of what's going on there. And Gardas understands that if he takes his his troops there, you know, there's a there's a very good possibility that he's not coming out of there. Um, for whatever reason. He doesn't know exactly what's going on, but it's it's ominous. He knows that if they go, uh, this is gonna be trouble, right? Um, so they um, he leaves and then we flash back to Vindicarum. And Vindicarum is getting um, is getting punched in, in the throat <laughs> by <laughs> demons of all sorts. They've got greater demons, everything's uh, it's it's chaos undivided. They're all going in there. There's no mortals really to speak of. It's all demons. It's bloodletters, plague bearers, um, all types of horrors, screamers, and they're all coming in there. And this, and the city is defending itself. And what I thought was kind of interesting is the celestial vindicators could not care less about the humans <laughs> defending this city in a very, uh, I'm sure, 40k fashion. <laughs> they could not care at all about what's going on with with these human troops right yeah, they're and willing to throw wave after wave of human troops just the the, the final the citadel in the city is has basically enough space and troops for the stormcast and what the stormcast are doing and no space to save any retreating humans uh, i believe <laughs> at one point they're basically like their job is to die in defense of of the city right so um, but it is very cool how they've set up the defenses. The the whole realm gate has essentially like hell blasters and like cannons and all this different stuff set up all around the realm gate. Um, and this this giant tower um, has all of this stuff set up there too. And so they're putting up a fairly good defense against all this, um, against all odds. And so these, but uh, Bellacor understands that you know you, you if you can get rid of this tower, you're going to take care of the primary line of defense. So this is where he sends in. Um, it's like an exalted flamer. I don't remember his name. Um, Hero. He's on a chariot. He's flying in. He's sending in all these uh, horrors, basically. And they're they're shooting these horrors, and and of course they're splitting and turning in. So and they're they're getting as, as many of them as they can. Finally, just this one little brimstone horror. Right. He he makes his way into the citadel, and I just I just picture this thing as happy as can be, kind of. <laughs> jumping to his own doom because he knows if he can there is a, like a system that takes in, in this tower all the munitions up to the top to the kind of refill the cannons and the hell blasters and all this stuff and it's it's just taking ammunition up and down and so this thing kind of runs and just just dives into it and kaboom right it's the one little spark I just I mean, like my favorite part of the whole book. It's, it's, um, you really have to picture the Helm's Deep scene in uh, the two towers, um, and then just amplify exactly right. the explosion by a factor of several thousand. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's exactly right. And uh, um, yeah, so I, I just love it. To me, it. Uh, oh God, how can I? How can I, I guess the Helm's Deep is really what covers it pretty well there, Dave. So, anyway, so that blows up. Um, and things are now looking very bad for for the defenders. Um, at which point, as the demons are kind of rushing in, people are being slaughtered left and right in the streets. They're still trying to hold out, but it's not going well. Um, boom, in come the Stormcast, right? And so the Stormcast come in, Gardas comes in, he sees what's going on. And I should actually preference this before this is happening. The Celestial Vindicators, who are defending the town too, um, there is a massive explosion out of the realm gate and through the this realm gate the the magic that kind of comes out of this is like a cloud almost like a storm and there's like chaos like tendrils and just weird kind of like 
uh, stuff coming out of this cloud, and every time a Stormcast dies, they're going up into this cloud, and they're getting shredded and torn apart. Uh, and we also miss, Dave, the fact that um, Bellacor has allied with... Um, we, we passed over this whole Lady part. Yeah, Olander. You, you sure did. Lady Olander. Right? So yeah, he you passed, passed over it. It wasn't in my back, part. The flashback. Um, Bellacor <laughs> attacks Olander and goes into her city. It's all basically a ruse. And she's going in. She's attacking all these demons. She's killing all these demons. And he goes and he finds her bones. And by the time she gets back there, he's standing over her bones ready to... To destroy her bones. If that he does that, she's done. Um, and so, basically, holding her hostage, uh, he tells her, "You know, if you ally with me, essentially, I've got a way where you can feast on all the Stormcast souls that have been escaping you." And so, they eventually come to a very precarious alliance uh, based on this, because Olander is not so happy with Bellacor. She has a feud with him, and she's ready to. Uh, as soon as she possibly can reignite this, but for mm -hmm. the time being, um, she's going to uh, attack the Stormcasts. Now, an important aspect of this for, for the paint drawing aspect here is that she actually puts um, a an hourglass above Bellacor uh, and flips it so that the, the sand starts ticking down uh, and that bargain. Um, and then uh, at some point she meets back up with him and just flips it back over again and says, no, you, d you did all right for the moment. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like again. they could have done something a little cooler. <laughs> like maybe like... Keep like in a, mind, like a, this is David like Eyes' rendition of this. Yeah, I love this. I, don't know. I, 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 I remember hearing about that part and I'm like, like 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 an mmo like there's a timed event yeah. like why not put like like a band of like thorns around his wrist or something that slowly goes away i don't know man there has to be <laughs> nope you get you get the you get the buff above your head um but uh <laughs> just just to pick back up so yeah o oleander's there and she's eating the stormcast souls right now i have uh sang soon on screen uh with the classic pointing at you your soul is mine so uh <laughs> so the, this this celestial vindicator um this entire storm host is wiped out pretty much to a man uh, i mean uh, there may be more and woman jeez they if you would prefer that pronoun um <laughs> are destroyed in this um uh completely so if there are more celestial vindicators otherwhere uh, otherwise around i'm sure there are but this particular storm host is done i believe not coming back I believe a point had been made that a lot of the Vindicators had been sent off to yeah. to fight in other places. So um, the it's... home base is annihilated. All all the the crew, you know, watching uh, tending the fires at home, uh, yeah, they're 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 gone, and so is the home base. But right. uh, they still have uh, many of their forces out and about. Yes, yeah. now they're nomads. So we we pick up. Um... The Hollow Knights are there now. They're trying to relieve and trying to save the city. It's going poorly. Um, poor to the point where um, Lord Castle and Grimm, who was a favorite of mine, yes. um, he of um, uh, the original Realmgate series uh, fame, um, where he is one of the ones who basically, after Gardas, is taken into the. Um, uh, is killed. 
defending Ilarial when they when when um, Nurgle finds Ilarial, uh, Lord Castle Grim is the one who marches her um, and basically allows her uh, soul pod to be sewn into the ground and everything, and basically defends her. Loses his arm. Um, and it's grown back with both uh, Stormcast and Ilarial's power later on. Um, so he was a pretty cool character. I really enjoyed him. And um, and Bellacor just awesome. Just yep. done. So, enjoyed yeah. past tense. Right. All because... I don't know what happened to the Griffhound. Well, uh, he's gone. He's gone because GW doesn't... Something happened with the writer. <laughs> that, that wrote him so. like that looked legit and i was just like it's i'm sad i like grim was better than gardas ever will be in my mind i like oh, Grim. yeah there's yeah, so much grim, potential grim and it's just like reason for the, the story of the plague garden right he gets sucked into the plague garden and um gardas goes in after him but it's really all about grim i don't know he was a really good character yeah. and he now, was probably like it doesn't uh, say at any point that his soul was absorbed by anything so he might have made it back. There's now here's the other th well maybe and here's the other thing, because his soul was part Sylvaneth now. There's ways to bring him back. Mm. Like I think there's ways we can bring him back, and they better because he was better than Gardas. <laughs> he was he was an amazing character. He was yeah. an amazing character. I'd love to see Amber him drop. some kind of like pseudo pseudo Sylvaneth Stormcast bro. That'd be pretty good. Um, but anyway, he's dead. He's, he's, he's dead as dead gets as, as <laughs> yep. now. Um, but hey, it lights a fire Star underneath uh, Gardas. To, to, What's that? It, light, it lit a fire underneath Gardas to fucking try for once. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> he tried. So he, he takes on Bellacor 1v1. Um, and wow, does he just get bitch slapped. I mean, he, he gets a, he gets a few good. No. He gets a few hits in. He gets a, a few. few hits, but they're really ineffectual. He does nothing. He, he was about <laughs> to die, and he knew it yeah. until. And here's the thing, too. Like Gardas is supposed to be like if you if you read that whole Plague Garden book, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but man, <laughs> this guy's a pretty top end Stormcast, and he does not hold ground against Bellacor. Bellacor <laughs> bitch slaps him. It's bad. Um, well, yeah, again, yeah. He when he's thing. not looking, I think he gets he gets one hit in. Because the reason why he's he, uh, he's not looking is all of a sudden, during this fight, this uh, this bright silver starts showing up on the horizon. It's getting closer and closer and closer. Well, it's not just silver; it's the munitions from basically every single Caradron fleet um, in the realm is now fired upon this city upon the demons that are that are in the city and so that distracts him for a second as, as it may would and i think uh Gardas finally gets a hit in yeah <laughs> now, now, Neil, why, why specifically did the uh did the ko decide we should help that city out so so they they have a, a meeting um, that is is like the biggest meeting since the creation of the code okay and um, the frigate gets back with the engine master and the old grizzled uh, Arcanaut, and that Arcanaut kind of goes booming in and, uh, and talking sense into him. And it's, a, it's just a standard Arcanaut, right? Yeah. But his, his presence is such that everybody listens to him and they're like, hey, you know, he kind of make he's making sense. <laughs> he's he's um, he's pleading to the uh, he's basically convincing them in their own way <laughs> to to go help. And so they they vote on it. And at first, there was not enough votes. After they arrived, there were not enough votes. 
and off they go. Um, so they I arrive. might not be good at shooting. I might not be good at meleeing. <laughs> I might not be good at uh, tagging. I might not be good at moving. But you should listen to me anyways. <laughs> Hold on. I'm draw I got to draw it. And he's, it's actually cool the way to describe him. He's always got this big old white beard. He's just tatted up like crazy. Um, it, it, he, he does seem pretty cool when they, they talk about him. And he's, so he's Santa can, Claus from a rough neighborhood. Exactly. You guys, oh, you guys are going a little fast. I'm trying to draw the dwarf council. Uh, I accidentally gave, I gave, I gave not Grungni a huge penis. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just make that even bigger now. Oh yeah, yeah. Drop, drop, drop some knockers down there. Um, so the, the Caradron come in and they're just, they're, they're blowing the demons <laughs> to pieces. Bellacor sees his plans, and now Bellacor has been waiting like centuries, like planning this for. Okay. He's like long game, like Nagash. So, yep. Uh, that's that's the best way I can describe Bellacor. He he sits in the shadows and waits and waits and waits and waits and waits to the perfect time. So he and he's all about trying to one up Archeon. You know, he believes that he should be he should essentially be the ever chosen and this is his shot, right? And um, he's starting to see it crashing down a little bit. So he goes flying up, uh, leaves Gardas behind. He's like, you know, you're worthless. So he's not worried about him at all. And uh, he flies up to that lead Caradron frigate, jumps on it. There is, uh, if I can kind of interlude here, there is a really cool part if you've been following Broken Realms, um, whereas there, the female um, Caradron overlord from she's an admiral now. Book. Yeah, she becomes an admiral. She's an admiral, that's oh. right. So she, um, she was the cartographer that found Neferata under the mountain. So she's the one that that gets them there as fast as they can and and she's part of the fleet and everything too so i, I thought that was kind of cool how they brought her out of that book and, and made sure she had a place in this too um but he lands on that frigate and um and the engine master is the one in the engine harness and he goes after bellacor he's got like he goes alpha strike on him he just he just lets all the munitions go and bellacor's like poof shadow <laughs> everything misses and uh he, he basically steps on on the throat of that guy he's about uh you know that guy's freaking out from all the shadow magic and everything and uh then this arcanaut comes comes forward and he's just basically like tapping a hammer on his hand and just walking towards um towards bellicor and bellicor takes one look at him turns around and poof, poof and he's gone um because that arcanaut is actually grungni in uh, Arcanaut form, and he recognizes. Uh, they don't come out and say that, but it's pretty darn clear who who he actually is. Um, he basically says that he recognizes uh, the being in the sham uh, that he was trying to uh, to put on. Uh, and at the end, of, <clears throat> at the end, after Bellacor flees, the city's essentially saved at a very very high cost. Um, and Grungni tries to convince the overlords. Hey guys, you know we have you need to go down there and help. And the overlords are like, this is great because now we got them by the balls, and they're gonna owe us all this money, <laughs> all this stuff. He's trying to be like, you know, guys, this isn't the way. And um, and the guys basically, hey, like what, like what's this Arcanaut trying to tell me? You know, you know, something that goes completely against the code and everything. And Grungni essentially, um, kind of like, a, you know, God. I, he just is like, well, I'm not going to change your mind. So and he just pieces out. He's like, nope. So yep. So, and, and that's where we end, I, I feel like, unless I've missed something. Um, that, that, that is the last thing that happened. I guess the last thing 
order is the best order wins but safe to say shaman and it is spreading out to other realms that um Bellicor did break a bunch of gates and there is a magical storm over shaman and beginning to form underneath the over realms that prevents stormcast from going back to azir kind of blocks off it's essentially if like there was like imagine you're in a galaxy okay and and there's a single point I'm of light yeah, well, yeah, exactly yeah so imagine imagine you're on earth or let's call it terra just just to make it unique and different and and there's a being of immense power there that has light kind of like the you know like azir is for the stormcast and so it's this, this light that beacon that everyone can focus on and get back to but but imagine that across the galaxy this chaos rift opens up and let's just call it i don't know the cicatrix maledictum i just pulled it out of nowhere i don't know where it came from and half the universe is now blocked it's kind of like kind of like that like that's the best analogy i could figure out just off the top of my head just pulling random things together but yeah so that sounds like 40k what (laughs) oh no did they do that (laughs) no must be you leave your 40k out of my (laughs) (laughs) yeah so dirty apes (laughs) <laughs> so realms realms kind of fucked but order still hanging on i think that's where we left it right pretty much pretty much nice. i had no idea that the the bearded wonder was grungy i was like this is some <laughs> obscure like old world Even reference, I knew it was grungy, I read the book. <laughs> oh my god that's funny dave yeah that, that actually I... puts a pretty good in perspective for people who aren't uh <laughs> I haven't been following this forever. Because, like, mm-hmm. the Marathi thing, like, there's this soul that she doesn't want to eat because it's, like, it's complicated. And I'm like, it's Who the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all Grungni. Well, it, it, it's interesting. It's like, you read it. It's Age like, of it could be the white dwarf, but, like, yeah, no, like, uh, part of it, but, like, when at the end, when Balakor looks at it and goes, Oh, I'm not fighting that. But the only thing Balakor's afraid of is the gods, really. And probably not all of them. So. Uh, and not and I guess this is spoilers, but yeah, it is confirmed in Kragnos that it is Grungni, so we'll see more of him. I'm glad he's back in the realms. Uh, also, it's already spoiled because he makes new Stormcast army t- armor to negate the whole <laughs> whole thing that Broken Realms just caused for some reason. Like, let's just fix that immediately. Sure, okay. That's what Grungni does. That's true. I, I like. I think I put more. He put more beards on the helmets and the shields now. Yeah. I I like how they're retconning before books come out. They're already retconning them. Like what the? <laughs> what the hell? Well, yeah, that's I'm I, I. Their release schedule has to be all messed up because I I really doubt that they're like, hey, Curse City just came out. Um, here's Soul Blight and here's the main bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if uh, I'd like to point everybody over to uh, Warhammer Weekly. A couple, well, it's probably about a month or so back now. At this point, they did a episode on all the gods. And uh, one of the themes that comes out is just how, like, like mo- most of these gods are, like, bad dads. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the best way I can explain Grungy is, like, if you've ever listened to A Boy Named Sue, <laughs> where the dad just kind of pieces out, leaves him with a bad name, and then it's just like, hey, but because I did that, you guys are better. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of what he did to the, to the dwarves. Like, he pieced out. Yep. The dwarves are like, well, we'll figure this out on our own. Right? They come up with this code and everything that gets them through the Age of Chaos. Then he, he, he like, shows back up. He's just like, hey, guys, you remember me? Hey, uh, hey, now, now, like, hold on. You should hold do it differently. Here. They're like, 
get out of here. Listen, listen, we are we are veering a little bit of far from the uh, the realm of truth here. That's, that's <laughs> those KO took off well before any of the any of the bad stuff happened. They're the ones that went like, "Hey guys, see how your problems coming? You're probably gonna need as much help as you get. Peace." And they booked it. <laughs> they were being attacked. Their mountain was being blown then, up. Actually, you know what? And what's... then Grugney was like, "I'm sure." My people are fine without me. They are strong of fist and back. And they're like, hey, you know what? I'm, you know what I'm realizing? What I'm realizing, Matt? So imagine you had a core race of Dwarden in the mortal realms, all right? Yeah. And, uh, and they're constantly... Every day before I go to bed. Yeah. Now, they're, <laughs> now they're, they're under attack, obviously, Age of Chaos. And there's some that are just like, no, we're staying here. We're sticking to the ways. There's other ones going... Guys, the ways are going to get us in trouble. We need to change our ways and get out of here. So you have the Fire Slayers go off and do their own thing. You have the uh, the the character and Overlords go off and do their other thing, and then the other ones stay. They try and stay true. It's like um, it's almost as like like I'm just thinking like if this was set into the sci-fi universe, you'd have a, a race, but like they'd probably be more Elven. They'd be in their home realm, and like things are not going right, and they decide to branch off. And like, let's call let's call the ones that remain like uh, Drukari, and let's call the the Fire Slayers. Let's call them Harlequins, just in this fantasy sci-fi setting I'm making up. And then the the other ones like the Ko, we could just call them uh, um, Craft World. Yeah, the Craft World people, because they're on crafts above the world. I'm just this is a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dwarf on craft. Yeah. Sorry, we could do this all night. It loves runes. It has a defensive shield wall and has units shoot behind it. Dwarf. <laughs> wait, wait. Does it have four-inch movement? Six. Some of them do. Some of them do. The ones with hammers Some have four-inch movement. That's true. <laughs> no, so I, I actually don't, hammer. like, even though, like, the, that, the, the Jukari dwarf reference there, like, I actually think that's fine. It's a different lens. It's interesting. So, like, I'm not making fun of it the same way. I'm making fun of, like, the Astronomicum Azir thing that just happened. Well, that was um, yeah. one thing that I was, whenever uh, Neil was working on, well, actually right after Neil finished his KO, I was like, you know those are wood elves, right? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, they just show up, they get their range attack on, and then they just go somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what wood elves do. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, all right. I mean, that's actually that was pretty fun trying to draw. Maybe we'll do this for uh, Kragnos um, <laughs> as well. I think like I like you guys need to watch it back. Let me know what you think. Um, that way, we double our, our watch count from from everyone. <laughs> if you listen to this on audio, um, you're lost. Apparently, you're missing out. Yeah, yeah sorry. I don't know how that. Unless you can watch audio. If you can watch audio, you're one of those few people we talked about earlier. Then hey, more power to you. Then you are high as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, Andrew Dewitt, we love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> because that, I think that man could get could get, get high enough to uh, watch our audio feed. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, to wrap, I'll just leave Bellicorn's screen because I accidentally closed the other one I wanted. Um, kind of wrap up the show here. Uh, so there's been lots of news. Of course, the new edition of Age of Sigmar has been announced. It's coming out. There's been lots of streams, plenty of coverage. Uh, new box. Dominion is coming out, so uh, we got the Cruel Boys and the new Stormcast. Um, I don't know if they've been called a new chamber or if they're just new armor variants. Uh, different. I guess you're right. Yeah, I don't know if they've officially called them a new chamber yet. I haven't, I haven't heard that, but 
I mean, I mean they seems likely. The, the thunder strike, so, but that is also the name of the armor, so. Yeah, true, so. Who knows, but, um, what do you guys all think? Cole, you've been way too silent for jumping on this podcast, so let's go view first. What yeah, do you think of this new box? Weird. Just just looking at the I box set. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just looking at the box set itself, like models, what do you think? Are you gonna are you gonna grab it? So I'm definitely gonna grab the box set. If anything, it'll just be to go in with my Stormcast army. Mm-hmm. Uh I love the uh, what are the three bigger guys? Uh I don't remember their names yet. Annihilators. Annihilators. Those have got to be my favorite models out of the box. Uh, probably going to try and run a unit of them at least. I'm hoping. Uh, the Spearmen don't quite do it for me. Other than that, I love everything in the Stormcast half of this box. Did you, uh, were you, as a Stormcast player, were you as surprised as me when they announced the Andrasta as part of that box? Yes. And doubly yeah, so when I you realize she's attached, her sprues attached yeah. to the Vexilor? <laughs> Yeah, I was very sad about that. I mean, me and Matt discussed that over in Big M's, but yeah, it was very saddening to see. Yeah, I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, because I want you draw Ian Drosta. Like, well, I guess I'm getting this box set. Yep. Yeah, it, yep. it's going to be a nightmare. It is going to be an absolute nightmare because that thing's going to sell out in two minutes. So, I mean, it's probably going to sell in a couple days, so don't rush to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> take your time. Yeah. <laughs> I say Cole and I have this yeah. have this wonderful wonderful place called the Toy Soldier Gallery. Norm is yeah. the best. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I messaged him. I think Cole's messaged him. So Norm will likely get at least two, and Cole and I will be the ones to get it from that shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I already messaged him. So yeah, good. There's one already. With my name. No, he's he's totally getting one box, and he's going to make you fight over it. <laughs> and then actually, he'll probably the just. Gets- the box and then he'll point out oh i had the second one right here all along <laughs> actually it's if it'll be like the beat it music video he's gonna tie their hands together and give them knives oh <laughs> actually if, if we got if he got if he only got one box i don't really i i mean the cruel boys don't like beautiful models and i'm glad to see people excited for him i don't care about them at all like as far as like an urge to paint them or play that army so like that doesn't bother me and like with cole like we could split the stormcast. We, I'm taking the book. I'll fight you. I'll cut you. Uh, we That's might have playing into Norm's hands. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but we could split the stormcast equitably if we if we had to. Um, if we needed to. <laughs> but uh, Neil, what about you? What do you think about that new box set, Dominion? Uh, I love everything about it. Uh, the Cruel Boys actually, I think, are really cool. I I own now, I think, seven different armies. None of them are destruction. Yeah. I hear that. <laughs> so, uh, at some point, that'll be rectified. But like those uh, the new spear chuckas, if you want to call them that, I don't know what they're actually called. Um, the, the ones with, like the big ballista and crap, and the other ones with the the crossbows and all that. Yeah, I'm all about it. I, I've heard some people talk about, oh, they look like LOTR orcs. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Are they cool of them? Yeah, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> all right, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't know what they, what they look like in, in the Middle Earth game. I don't. Really these care. these models look, look like good models. <laughs> oh right. well, shoot. <laughs> guess I guess I'll buy them. So uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, what? Uh, yeah. And I kind of oh, look like they're from something cool. else. Cool. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if if you've been playing this game long enough, they did put out hobgoblins a long time ago. We're talking. <laughs> 90s early 90s there were hobgoblins jumping around and they all had funny hats like most things in warhammer um so you can actually see some of that aesthetic 
<clears throat> was kind of put into that, um, especially with some of the lower level troops, which which is kind of cool. And, and so they have the hob they were going to make something that was hobgoblin, and they were going to make it to their own IP. Mm-hmm. And you got kobolds, and so it's halfway between goblins, halfway between orc. I mean, it is an orc, I know, ba- based on the keyboard and all that. And uh, I don't know. I think no, they're they're, they're uh, definitely orclings. Yeah, I stand by it. Nice, mm-hmm. that's good. So um, as far as the stormcast goes. I think they look cool. I don't know. They're Stormcast. Like, you can't be mad at them. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I think Unless you're commenting on the internet. You have Stormcast oh. armies? <laughs> awesome. If I had them, I would get them. Um, I don't have a Stormcast army, so I will not be worried about it. I also don't have a Destruction army, so I will not be worried about it. Um, I think the box is awesome, though. So if I had either one of those things, I would be all over it. But unfortunately, right now for me, I cannot start a new army. So it's no, not no, Neil, If you had that box, you'd have both of those things. That's that's the that's point. Fair, right. Uh, now here's another box. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, ne- I I told Dave that I can I won't give him the cruel boys for free, but maybe I'll give them to you for free, Neil, just to make you paint them because I think that might bring Dave joy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to I need to workshop now, what would this. Happen is Within the year, I'd have four thousand points and uh, a divorce. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why Amy wants me to do this. Neil. Ooh. Ooh. Well, <clears throat> so, so, so yeah. real quick, let me yeah. let me ask you, Neil. What is your favorite cruel boy unit, excluding the heroes? It's not the hero, actually. I think the hero is cool. Um, I mean, Dave, Dave described the. The beast he was riding is kind of like a skinned uh, or like a shaven warg, yeah, um, yeah. You know, which I can see. Um, but what about I think the unit? Like those big ballistas, and honestly, for the stormcast, it's the chariot dudes. Like, oh yeah, getting back to some old um, chariot out of nowhere, Warhammer fantasy, bringing the chariots in, bringing the ballistas in. I don't know, that kind of speaking to my my <laughs> old old bearded heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you heard it here first. The cruel boy, uh, ballistas, and the chariot will be the worst units in those. Oh, arms. for sure. And you'll see me like, complaining to only you four, of course, because that's what I do. Uh, I try to keep it pretty positive, otherwise. But uh, yeah, you guys get the brunt of it, don't you? Nice. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so Matt, six re-rolling successes. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your thoughts on the new box? Uh, I love. I mean, the so because you you have off, you have Iron Jaws, you have Stormcast. Yeah, um, with the amount of Muminath I have, I don't think I can start another venture. Oh, you also uh, have an employee discount. So, how much do you like this well, box? <laughs> well, enough to get two of it. There you know. go. All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, I I don't is I like the cool boy aesthetic. I love the lore of it. I think everything is really neat and very well put together. Uh, I don't I can't see me painting that much patched together leather though. <laughs> like I can't see me actually sitting down to paint them. It was okay uh, on the on the gargants because there's five. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean that was the whole thing. It's like um, there was there was a total of well we have nine models total and I threw contrast at them and the flesh looks all terrible. You know what it's done. So, uh, <laughs> whereas done. like, if I did anything with a higher model count, I would feel obligated to like try. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, like, so for example, your Lumineth. Right, right. I mean, this is going to be the 
<laughs> three months of detail army. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm absolutely going to get it. I'm absolutely going to uh, reinvigorate my Stormcast. Uh, I have a Sacrosanct Force. I, I can't imagine me not getting a Thunderstrike Force. Right. Dave, what about uh, what be yourself? Thoughts on this new one? The, I d- you don't have either of those armies, correct? That is correct. Used to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave, like, these are the ugliest Seraphon I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Matt stole my best line. Um, <laughs> no, I, I totally didn't think up that. That's that's fantastic, though, Matt. Um, I love I love it all. Uh, I will not be buying this. But I love it all. It's it's these are just gorgeous models. Uh, I mean, they're just getting more and more impressive. Uh, I would actually hate painting some of these. Uh, Like, there's so much detail; it's insane. Um, But uh, I particularly love the little um, the pot grot and the stab grot that that tag along with the. the, Yeah, uh, those are just heroes. heroes. Yeah, so you can just hopefully buy those heroes eventually. Throw the hero away and keep the pot grot. Uh, speaking of those, I hope that um, the bo- the the killer boss on foot. I know they kind of talked about them just like him just throwing the little guy away. Like as soon as I hope to God there is a um, command reaction where he can literally just punt him like six inches in the middle of a charge. Like oh, it's, so he stops the charge. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd like that. That's pretty legit. I don't know, and, actually, with, with, with my playstyle, I'm not sure how I haven't found my way into orcs at some point. <laughs> well, I'll bring my Iron Jaws and you can try them out for <laughs> It's, it's it, probably more, more goblins, honestly, or grots. It's, it's, I, I've tried a f- Iron Jaws a few times. I don't own them, but I've, you know, proxied played them, and they are really fun. It's, it's... <laughs> Just go forward, scream wall, and have fun. Like, like you can do that and still have a shot at winning the game. So, nothing wrong with that. Um, Neil, you can try my beast claw sometime. That's mm. that's what they do, but on a fifty-fifty basis. The, <laughs> the, the ogres are not uh, are not ironically hilarious enough for me. So. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's because you're wrong. <laughs> um, as for me, yeah, I'm gonna get the box. Uh, most I, I don't have any destruction armies either despite the fact that i have numerous armies i'm always i'm all i'm only chaos and order right now um i said i'm really excited people are really into the cruel boys and it's gonna be fun to see people paint them up because like yeah there's a ton of detail but they don't do it for me so i will be probably shifting those off dave is the current person first in line for right of refusal he hasn't agreed yet and that's fine like i'm not holding you to anything dave it's just you have first right of refusal on it um and then uh, that's just because I'm the only person who runs a destruction army that you know. <laughs> no, we have uh, we have Jeremy in the club. Um, I have two destruction. Armies. Brad in the club. <laughs> you don't count. Matt has destruction <laughs> army. <laughs> Matt's gonna have more than enough anyway. He's he's gonna get two for every one that we can afford. Um, <laughs> so there's there's options, but like you know, like you have first right refusal from them. Like I, I I don't like I saw them. I'm like those are great models, but like there's no like attachment to it. Like like I see Stormcast. I'm like oh, I, I, every time there's new Stormcast chamber or things like this, even though this isn't called a chamber yet. Um, I'll always add a few. So, like, I like the new heroes. I like the new models. I might not paint all of the spear ones. I might give one of those away to, like, one of our club members, like Luke, 
you know, he's he's college kids like here. Here's five new Stormcasts. Go have fun. Because <laughs> I'm not sure if he's going to be able to, you know, pick up the box set and all that. So it's like I I don't really need them all. Uh, I just want to add a few more. Um, but yeah, like and the the two things that really sold me on this box is one that the special cover is only in that box, and I I do like my special cover books uh, when I can get them. And two, Yandrasta being in that box. Like I, just, I want her. Which like, again, if you want her, she's definitely sold separately. Just mull it over until like Wednesday before your pre-order. Just... I, I think she will be eventually sold separately. Like it may be in a, a variant Absolutely. sculpt, but like, yeah. Like when I saw, I'm like, uh, she's like the one thing I wanted right away. I was like, I like I kind of knew she was coming. Obviously, and I was like, ah, I can't wait to get her. I'm like, why is she in the box? Holy cow! Okay, I guess get in the box here. Now, I do have, I, I do have a, a, an opinion question or a prediction question for people. Do you think that her armor color is going to be a new paint, or do you think they're going to show a video on how, how to achieve it? It's like a silvery gold, huh? Yeah, it, it's, um, it's, yeah. it's borderline rose gold. Uh, they'll give us the paint video. Yeah, if it was going to be a new color, I bet it would have been across the whole line. I, I think oh, it's, it's just like a silver paint job with like seraphim sepia or something like that yeah like it doesn't look distinguishable enough as a new unique color but well, if it is if you look at, that'd be cool if you look at the necron they got their own color but again like chuck yeah. said it is across the whole if it was, if, also this is yeah. not 40k let's keep that 40k <laughs> nonsense out of here yes <laughs> yeah. all right well uh i think actually the article that went up on Games Workshop today said to keep an eye out for the article tomorrow, which will be June fifth. Yep, June fifth. Saturday. Yeah, sa Saturday. <laughs> um, probably when this goes live, I'll put this out tomorrow. Um, that they're going to announce when we can pre-order this new box set. So sometime in June we can pre-order it. I have a feeling it's going to be at the end of June. Uh, I gotta, I, I'm or, telling you right now, if they're going to put it up for pre-order next Saturday during the friggin' tournament. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> well, okay. Anytime there's been pre-orders like that at tournaments, like I've, I've literally seen TOs at the time add an extra 15 minutes and be like, everyone stop 15 minutes, pre-order your shit. All right, back to gaming. I have I seen that. Three years ago. Yep. You remember? Mm -hmm. It was right there in ours. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did one for, uh, I, I paused games for Adepticon registration at a Rend4 event for everybody. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. yep. That was, that well, was a pretty again, good deal. The last thing players. I want is is Martin to an entire room of people that are going to buy this thing be like, everyone stop! Pre-order the box! <laughs> they can just wait until Wednesday. All right? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think one person actually gets through and you just beat the shit <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a two-week pre-order. Well, see, um, you say... And they're still going to run out after two days. Oh, you say two-week pre-order. They're going to be run out after 20 minutes. Yeah, no, but they're no, still going to set it up two weeks no. in advance. Uh, you're right. So it, you're going to be pre-ordering pre two weeks before it would be available well, in stores. I think it's going to be this month, though, because the, whenever they start releasing rules, the pre-orders yeah. hot on the, on the tails of actually. Yeah. I have a feeling I mean, the pre-order is going to be on the 18th and it will release on the 2nd. That's my guess. And no insider knowledge. I just think that's what's going to happen. Because yeah, that's say, two weeks, and it but actually won't land till July. Because don't forget, was it July fourth was the Age of Sigmar birthday? Didn't they say it was going to release the out in June, though. I think they said pre-order in June. I don't know if they've officially said release uh, in June. I think some, I think some podcasts have assumed that, but I think it's 
pre-order in June. So I, I hope it. I hope it is what you said it is. But yeah. my fear is, pre-orders go live on the twelfth, comes out on the twenty-sixth. Well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow, as everyone will, or today, if you're listening to this or, on the, or or, like, hey, or you're too late. Now, yeah, <laughs> depends when you listen to this. Uh, Pre-order was last week. Yeah, How but did nobody order it. But you're just, yeah. <laughs> oh, good luck. Uh, I have some cruel boys for sale for you. But uh, yeah, we'll ra- we'll wrap up here. Um, uh, I, think, I think pre-order. Uh, I think they. It's going to be dependent on having proof of purchase of Cursed City. Dave, 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 I said we're going to wrap up here. Stop adding content. Save it. Save it. Damn it. It's not valuable. I'm not going to I'd save like to that pre-order. shit. Everyone's a receipt for your Cursed City copy? Everyone's, uh, no, yes, <laughs> see, everyone's tuned off right now. They're like, oh, it's done. It's over. It's turned off. So this is where we start doing the real content. <laughs> but no. yeah. uh, Bye, everybody. So now we started after dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Cole, where can people find you on socials? Uh, people can find me at C McGun uh, over on Twitter. I don't have really anything else going on right now. So Okay. Uh, you'll be posting, I guess, uh, your time at ACO coming up here. Give us that live oh, yeah. tournament experience for those that aren't able to make it. Yep, definitely. Let's see if we can uh, top 16 this one. Heck have yeah. Fun with it. Take those nasty, nasty eels. Yes. Well, I'm bringing sun, so I definitely top five. That's yeah, that's solid. Yeah. Matt, can we find you anywhere? Or are you still deleted yeah. on socials? Yeah, yeah. At at strengthhammer underscore. Okay. Hashtag hey Matt. Yeah, perfect. Gotcha. Neil, yourself. You can find me at Night of the Living Dave. Um, you'll find. Uh... Oh no 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 no! The word thing doesn't fit. That's too long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take that from Dave, so he had absolutely nothing to say. Um... <laughs> and you screwed it up. I still have nothing valuable to say, so it doesn't matter. Uh... You can find me at Neil LaRocca on Twitter, and you can find me on the Ren4 Facebook page, uh, bothering people almost daily. Dave, yourself? Uh, I am actually at Night of the Dave. I wanted Night of the Living Dave, but it's too long. Stupid Twitter and its short names. <laughs> um, and I actually tweeted a little bit earlier a yeah. picture or a couple pictures of my in-progress Camara. Uh, Camara. Nice. So, there you go. I've actually used Twitter. Yeah. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at strengthhammer underscore and also strengthhammer.net. Also check out our merch at Teespring. All links uh, to all of our socials and stuff is in the description below. Uh, Stay happy, stay healthy, stay Stormcast strong, and talk to you guys soon. Everybody, this is Chuck from the Strength Hammer Podcast, and I got my good buddy Alex Fit Hammer <laughs> from Instagram. Uh, we're recording in my car, so it sounds like crap. Turn this off. <laughs> uh, otherwise, keep listening because we're—it's it's May 31st, so Memorial Day in the U.S., and we're off to my CrossFit gym to do Murph. America, because America, yeah, America, America. Honor, <laughs> honor, honor the fallen, the veterans, all that. So uh, yes. Yeah, so Alex, how you doing? Good, good, very good. Very excited for this workout. Okay. Super um, stoked. Okay, that got me. Come on, I gotta hype it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so doing the Murph, Murph workout. So mile run, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 air squats, mile run. It's supposed to be done with a 20 pound weight vest. Uh, so we'll see how well that goes. So I've never RX'd it. Alex, I, you've 
done this workout once before. I've done it once before without the vest, yes. and that was a butt whooping workout. Yeah. Now I've been doing CrossFit for a while, so I probably not gonna wear the vest the whole time because I know my body. You said <laughs> you're going to. Yeah, I'm gonna try to, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. All right. Um, so we're gonna record now, and we're gonna record the drive back, so you can have more lovely audio <laughs> to uh, to hear to see how how it went for us. Um, I'd like to be under an hour. Uh, with what I'm going on, it shouldn't be a problem. I I've done this before in various scalings, so it's gonna suck, but it's supposed to suck, and you're supposed to complete it. But um, yeah, uh, Alex, what's uh, what's your mindset going into the workout? Uh, you know, I'm, I've been training for this for the last three weeks uh, using some uh, you know weighted pull-ups, weighted push-ups, weighted squats. Three weeks, people. Three weeks. I mean, it's not a lot, hold on, hold on. but uh, it's you gotta hear people. I'm cracking my rain body fuel. That caffeine. But, uh, you know, I would like to get it in under an hour and 20, um, you know, knowing that I, I've never really done weighted workouts before, so I'm giving myself a more generous timeline than Chuck. But uh, hour and 20 would be great. Under an hour would be amazing. Somewhere in between would be great, too. Not dying is the best. Not dying would be great. Yeah. Or not hurting myself terribly uh, would be awesome as well. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, like, going through it, and if anyone else is doing it or has done it, like, you know, like have your plan going in and have like your your backup plan. Like if, if my hand rips on those pull ups and I'm 50, 50 deep, I'll switch to ring rows. Or, right, exactly. Or or maybe I'll be stubborn and fight through it. It just you know, <laughs> depends on the mentality of the day. But, we'll uh, find out soon enough. Yeah. But uh, why don't you? It's been a while since you've been on the podcast, so why don't you tell people a little about yourself? Like, so you, you do Warhammer with me. That's yep. where we met. You also do fitness with me. Um, you know, you kind of just ripped off my name blatantly on <laughs> I, I kind social of media. I kind of did, yeah. Tell, uh, tell people about yourself. For sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at fit underscore hammer. Uh, very different from strength underscore hammer. No, strength hammer underscore. Strength hammer underscore. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, but yeah, you can find me there on Instagram. I post uh, hobby stuff, uh, a bunch of fitness stuff. I also post some nutrition stuff. My goal in the community is uh, kind of to just promote healthy lifestyle, promote uh, good nutrition, and uh, among uh, you know people in the hobby because it's not we we're not usually known for uh, the healthiest habits we don't sleep a lot we don't eat very healthy and we don't work out so I'm trying to you know try to do, be a positive change in our community and so far I've motivated a couple of people so you know they DM me and uh, seen some positive changes so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna claim them yeah sure I did, you can't do I, I that did the, I did this first so she I, did I'm, it the I'm first. claiming I'm claiming I motivated you right I know it's not exactly true. exactly so <laughs> I put no. There's actually, I've had a lot of people, uh, on Instagram specifically, that's where fitness-tended-minded people yes. seem to be. I mean, I'm also on Twitter, but it's that's mostly just Warhammer nerd talk. But um, I've had quite a few people reach out to me, like, uh, uh, I screwed up the, the handles, but, like, there's there's Half Ogren. That, yeah, that, that's a he's jack great. Buff he's dude. a great guy, yeah. Um, there's another uh, CrossFitter, uh, Havoc009. Uh, uh, I might be screwing up his name a little bit, but... Um, yeah, there's there's quite a number of uh, fitness people in the hobby, and actually on Facebook I got pulled into. Even though I don't really play 40k all that much, mm. there's a group called Fit 40k, and there's a guy he's done like high level amateur bodybuilding. There's you know there's there's a lot more fit people, and it's nice to see them like you know kind of sharing our love of Warhammer while still right. getting in shape and helping each other. And it's like you know it, it's not just people who have done fitness before. Like there's people just starting out. And, right. And that's the best. That's the best thing, you know. Yeah, just just start out like it's it, fitness is for everyone. Like, right. you can't do a push up and lean against the wall and start your push ups that way and go. You right. know, like, there's 
so many different scaled options. And what I like about your content, Alex, is you definitely try to uh, teach a lot more than not. Right. Right. Because a lot of beginners, a lot of people who don't know where to start, you know. And the goal is, the ultimate goal is not to, you know, do a crazy workout to punish yourself. You know, that's kind of the big thing I'm trying to you know uh, communicate. About, you know, we're about to do CrossFit, right? I know. I know. <laughs> but we're we're challenging ourselves, not punishing ourselves. That's true. But yeah. the mindset is, you know, you're doing this because you want to take care of your body, because you you love uh, what you are, and you want to take care of this, you know, wonderful body that you have and you want to live a healthy life and play board games longer. So, yeah. uh, you know, the idea is that and not to punish yourself and not do this out of hate, but do it out of love. So that's kind of the message I'm trying to spread on my page as well. Yeah, that's, yeah no, I love it. Like, it's always about love for me. Like, I, right. I'm not, people will message me and like DM me and like ask for stuff and like I'll toss them to the people I know that do it on their page and I'll offer my insights. But also, you, you're actually, you're, you're a trained nutritionist. Yeah, I'm a dietitian. Dietitian, so, okay. Yep. Whereas like, I'm just, I'm just I'm chuck. I, I do this for fun and I <laughs> like chuck. it. I just I just kind of talk about what I do. Uh, so like you know, if, if someone's following my stuff and uh, you want somebody who's gonna maybe teach you more through you know through his stories on Instagram and stuff like that, definitely follow Alex here. Um, people can't see the thumbs up. We're not I know. Video. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah, like I, I I just do it more I guess for like just entertainment, and just like just to show like this is what I'm doing and everyone can do it too. But yeah, the the, the teaching aspect is definitely a really good thing that you're doing out there but you definitely inspired me you know i started the page uh definitely ripped it off you you did but uh definitely a big inspiration was from you it's okay i listen ever since i I guess uh (laughs) i think back to the time when we met you were still not 100 percent fluid in english no yeah by the way i'm not from usa i'm I'm a citizen now now, but you know so go america but uh i definitely i came here from russia about 10 years ago and yeah yeah, our first game, I remember, it was yeah, uh, we, it was a struggle. <laughs> we met through Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy. We were both playing High Elves. I had the brand new 8th edition Warhammer Fantasy Battles yes. book, my first games. Alex had the 7th edition, and it was in Russian. <laughs> we had no idea what was going on. It was it was, it was was awful, but, you know, we got a friend for life. And, but, yeah, it, it was still a fun game, but, yeah, it was so confusing. Yeah, and now that uh, I, said, I, I, do, I do like that, you know, one of my close close friends is, is as much into fitness into me like right. you know on the usual show we have you know Dave, Neil and Matt and you know they all are working on their fitness levels you know on their own way and like it's very it's kind of nice because we have lots of talking points but like you know I need that someone to push me and every time I open up my Instagram page and I see Alex do something I'm like son of a bitch <laughs> I gotta keep going and like he's 12 years younger than me I think so something like that yeah 12 years yeah, exactly yeah so I'm trying to keep up with someone who's much younger than me because I don't understand what age is to myself anymore. <laughs> That's why I do it, Chuck. For you. I thank you. It's a, it's a big, it's a big help. Big, big help. But um, all right, we're we're gonna listen to some loud music. Yes. Pop music. Get pumped. Yeah, pop music. That's what I do. Um, drink some uh, rain body yep. fuel. More caffeine. Make sure we're hydrated. And we're gonna go uh, do Murph. So we'll see you on the drive back. Oh, also a- after Murph, uh, or maybe before Murph. Ah, probably after. Um, I'm going to teach Alex how to properly yes. squat and deadlift with a yes. barbell. Get him out of his Planet Fitness ways. Right, right. Yeah, I go to Planet Fitness, guys, which is, you know, nothing wrong with if you're just starting. But, you know, I lift s- things up and I put them down. Yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> lift things up and put them down yeah, pretty I'm, much anywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of the meathead style. But, yeah, no. Dude, I've been in Planet Fitness and then Alex has done workouts there to kick my ass. So right. You can, get it, you can get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. All right. Catch you guys later. See you in a bit.
Okay, we are back after Murph. Oh yeah. Um, Crushed it. Yeah, I, I mean, we both did pretty well. We both went in with our plans. No, 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 no. We crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. Musclehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, musclehead. That, that's who does Murph. Yeah, that's. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, you see 250 all. pound guys doing CrossFit all the time. <laughs> hey, there are a couple of guys who are huge. There's a couple. Yeah, there's there's some beasts in my gym. And it's, yeah. it's it's crazy. I felt very intimidated. Good. Good. I'm glad <laughs> very, I, uh, I was very friendly actually. Everybody yeah. was super cool. No, yeah, we have a we have a very very good uh, group of people. They're very kind. They're very welcoming. Um, you know, but like I show up with like my Russian friend, and he just he just crushes me in the workout <laughs> by about seven minutes. Yeah, not terrible. Plus, plus, plus a little bit of a difference there. But uh, yeah, so Alex, um, general thoughts. What do you what do you think about Murph? I think it's great. I think it's uh, familiar enough for most people because it's pull ups, push ups, and squats. Like and me, running. no, and running. Yeah, everybody, everybody can. Well, everybody knows what a push up, a pull up, and a squat and running is so for me who has no idea about anything crossfit like sometimes you post stuff and i'm like i have no idea what that means yeah like uh, what's what's cleaning what's, right what's a cleaning? What's even, smash, even like yeah. you mentioned rx today i didn't even know what rx means yeah. um but uh yeah like it's very familiar to me so in that sense it was very easy for outsiders i feel mm-hmm. like and uh yeah overall a good atmosphere everybody is cheering you on like when you're on your last breath and barely holding on people are like yeah you got this keep going so oh, yeah. It's. I, I found that um, the first year, I think 2019, when I did uh, my first CrossFit Open. Yeah. You know, I went to like uh, I was usually doing them at lunchtime, which was a smaller crew of people. Uh, but I went to like the big class for the last workout, and like, yeah, like that last minute. I, the only thing I can describe it as is, is aggressive positivity. Yeah. When you're just being overwhelmed by people cheering at you because they just want to see you just like fucking nail it. Right. And you're just like overwhelmed, but it's so motivating and so good. Yeah, it's so a good atmosphere. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love CrossFit Five Nineteen for life, um, which is why I drive an hour to work every day. Exactly. And that's why we drove an hour one way and back because it, we could have done this anywhere, but like, no, nah, I wanted to do it at, at my gym. Right. Uh, so Alex, what's uh, you, you did RX, which yes. is which is the prescribed way. So RX means you did exactly as listed. So you did a mile run, hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, three hundred sit ups, mile run, and you did all squats. They're in, squ- they're in squats. Sorry, they're in squats. Um, yeah, just look up Murph. I'm, 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 I'm brain dead, but it's okay. Uh, but you did it with a 20 pound weight vest the whole time, yes. which is the prescribed. Yes. Um, so like you had a rep scheme. Now the mile run, oh, there's always a mile run at the start at the end, but you yeah. can mix up the middle uh, three movements how you want. So how'd you do your rep scheme? Yeah. So uh, initially, I wanted to approach it uh, by 5, 10, 15, which means five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and then 15 squats. Yeah. And I did that for half of it. So once I got to 50 pull-ups. 100 push-ups and 150 squats. I'm like, this is very difficult. So then I just, uh, for the rest of the workout, I did finished all the pull-ups, then did all the push-ups, and then did all the squats. And that helped me out a lot in the end, I think, mentally. Yeah, I mean, like, fucking hell. Like, you did it with, with prescribed and right weight. So I went in, I knew, like, like, I ran the miles with the weight vest, but I took it off for all the other movements. Uh, I probably could have put it on for the air squats, but I was just too far in just trying to get stuff done by the time I did it because I was going to go in and do half of each so 50 pull-ups 100 push-ups 150 air squats yeah. and then do it again right but when I was going in I did the mile run I think I was maybe like 11 minutes on that run I think yeah. you were just about 10 you were ahead of me a little bit right a little bit not um, but that's you know it's not terrible uh, that was a hill 
Yeah, there, running was, there, as was, well. a, there was a pretty big hill <laughs> we had to run that, but yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I mean Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, I got to 50 pull-ups and I was about to stop and I was just thinking like, man, I just, I just don't want to think about these fucking pull-ups again. So I just kept going. So instead of splitting in half, I just did exactly as listed. So I did 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 air squats. I just, just each, you know, did them all. Uh, right away, just to keep going. So once I got through the push-ups, like push-ups was my hardest part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Air squats weren't that hard for me. Like I can, my legs. I have really strong legs, so. Trunks for legs. Do you? Um, yeah, but my my baby upper chest is uh <laughs> Yeah, push-ups are probably the easiest. Yeah, you like like I said, you had the weight vest on. Like I'm sitting there, like you're like, oh, I got like 50 left, and I'm sitting here, I got like 80, <laughs> and you're just like, boom, knocking out five to ten, and I'm just like one, one. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> well, that's what I train. You train legs. I'm sure your squats took no time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, my air squats were, I don't know, less than like four minutes or something. Like right. that was, and then like that, then I had to do the run at the end, which was <laughs> no. threw the weight vest back on, went out for the run, and I tried to be sub power. You got 54 minutes on 54 the 54 minutes, yep. And I got uh, 61.56. So I wanted sub hour, but I'm not displeased. I mean, it's a hell of a hard that's workout. Very good um, plus, also, it's like. I, I do have this problem constantly where I look at you and I'm just like, I, I fucking keep up with him. And then it's like, oh yeah, you're 12 years younger than me. But you also, I mean, that keeps you motivated as well. Oh, absolutely. Sense, right? So yeah, you want like, to be able to keep up. I almost went to the uh, smaller pull bar because it's easier to do singles on. Ah, and I go. saw you, I'm like, no, I got to go stand next to him because, <laughs> like I said, I'll look over at you and I'll just be like, just go, 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 right. go. And like I said, I didn't didn't stop, didn't move. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, like, and then we came off of that, rested for a little bit, and then uh, I was teaching how to squat properly yes. and do deadlifts properly, because you just don't have access to that in your current gym, because you're, no. you're playing fitness. Right, right. Um, it's all Smith machines there. Yeah, so you don't get the full workout. But like, you, right. yeah, you were, you were doing good with it. You PR'd on your back squat. Yep, which is not a lot, but I'm happy I got to where I got. Yep, and then uh, after you failed and dropped it, it was like, all right, we'll just deadlift there now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so it was great. I stripped it back down, like deadlift was good. Um, yeah, and then, uh, oh, I showed you the good morning squats just for fun. Yeah, that was a good movement so, for stretching. Yeah, if you're going to watch his Instagram, you're going to see his, uh, his, his uh, good morning squats. Yeah, uh, I'm going to create a highlight with uh, Murph2021. And you're going to tag me, right? And I'm going to tag you, okay, and good. you can see it after, <laughs> even after 24 hours passes. So go at uh, fit underscore hammer, and you can check out uh, and you the can, highlight reel. And you can find that by going to strength hammer underscore and looking at the people I follow. <laughs> Yeah, That's, don't don't look me up in the search bar. Just don't go, search now. Just go strength hammer underscore and look yeah, up and for sure, fit underscore hammer. And make sure you follow me there. But um, <laughs> yeah, so so okay. So you did. Let's let. That's your first proper Murph because you did yes. with the weight vest the first time, right? Yes. So uh, what did you think of CrossFit coming from a more more bodybuilding style? Not that you're a bodybuilder, but right. but like that's you, you train to show muscles. Right. Exactly. I, I train for more for aesthetics. I like strength. I like feeling strong. But I like balance. I like uh, sculpting my body, and like it's kind of you know I love. Which is why you'll see pictures of Alex with his shirt off more than me because <laughs> he will have a six pack long but, before I do. Right, but that's my goal, right? Yeah. I'm kind of chipping away at my body, you know, trying to get more balanced physique and also feel strong, feel good. That's how just that's just my hobby. Yeah. But uh, you know, I do like pushing myself. I definitely like this. The mental, the mental struggle at the end where you're like, I don't want to keep running anymore, but if I keep running, I'll make it sub uh, one hour. Yeah, you know, and that's I did like that as well. I know, like on a, I was running. I was we were, I was probably like a quarter mile in on my last mile, and you were three quarters. Yeah, coming back. Yeah, and I was just yelling at you, like just don't stop. You can get <laughs> sub one hour. Just keep going. Yeah, that was great. That was a great motivation as well. 
Yeah, you were, yeah, you, you, you crushed it. Um, I mean, you too, man. That was great. I feel good about it. I think that's, I don't know if that's my best time, I, but it's like, I think that's the first time where I did all the movements prescribed, even though I didn't have the weight vest on for everything. Right. So next year, the goal is to do the whole workout with the weight vest on, and I'll take yeah, it off. Train for that, yeah. Yeah, which, just keep doing CrossFit, and then, you know, wrap up. Now, this is an excuse, but like, like, hopefully I can plan next year where I don't have work travels. Right. Before, right, the week before right. Murph, where it's like, oh, okay. So you can prepare a little better, yeah. Yeah, and like kind of zero in and all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah. so yeah, now we're um, going to drive home. We got uh, we got some steaks and some mm-hmm. veggies at home to, to cook and eat up. And then uh, maybe play play some more Hammer. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what time's like. But uh, I guess for the people who have suffered through the uh, fitness talk for the last, I don't know, was it 20 minutes maybe? I don't know how long it's going. But, Close to that. Um, what, uh, what are you working on hobby-wise right now for Warhammer? For me? Oh, yeah. So right now uh, there is this cool event coming up in July called Rent 4. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Battle Across the Realms. Battle Across the Realms, which is uh, Triumph and Treachery style rules that are modified by a great guy. I follow them on Facebook, uh, Rent 4, I believe. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's a cool narrative event coming up, so I'm trying to finish up uh, my Halfling Cities of Sigmar army, which is kind of an ongoing project for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years, and I'm building it up slowly, a lot of conversions. So I'm trying to, you know, do some finishing touches. Obviously, everything is built and painted. I'm just trying to do some finishing touches to paint it up a little bit nicer. So, uh, you know, I'm not worried about winning best, uh, you know, general or anything like that, but a best army would be pretty cool. So I'm working on that. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I have, trying to get my uh, current Daughters of Cain list to the point where I'm happy with it before 3.0 drops here, uh, which I think pre-orders are in June for Age of Sigmar. So I have 10 more Witch Elves and 20 more Sisters of Slaughter to uh, paint through. And then, when AOS 3 drops, I'm starting a second Dog Army. Of course you would. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, I looked at everything, I'm like, it's just what I want to do. I like yeah, screw it. Fair. This is what I like. I'm just gonna keep doing. It. I'm gonna do a different paint scheme. Of course. I'm probably gonna have one color that kind of blends across too, so I can kind of put them together if I ever feel like it. But this whole new, the second dock army, it's gonna be smaller. It's gonna probably just be two thousand points. Um, but I'm gonna use all third party miniatures. Oh no way! I didn't know that. Because my main dock army is all GW Legit. stuff. Legit. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Like it's bunch of old stuff, bunch of new stuff, but it's all GW, and this new stuff, I want to I want to paint different sculpts, I want to make it look different. That's such a cool idea. Yeah, I love yeah. it. So it'll be fun, and uh, uh, see, so don't don't worry, Tayrathi's going to be around, uh, but I'll have, uh, I'll have two more pop queens leading this army. Okay. Yeah, Dua Lipa and Ava Max. Of course. <laughs> Very nice. Yep, so it'll be fun, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I'm also on Twitter, strengthhammer underscore, but yeah, definitely follow me, strengthhammer underscore on Instagram as well. And Alex is here is fit underscore hammer. Um, we'll probably have him back on the show to talk more fitness stuff too. Uh, I, I, actually, that's the other thing. Like while we're here, this is just extra content now. Because you're you're, <laughs> you're you're captive uh, interviewee. Yeah, I guess I I can't escape. Yeah. So so Matt Matt Hayward, uh, co-host of the show, he's doing Big M's Power Hour, which is awesome. It's like love it. It's super in depth uh, into rules, not just Age of Sigmar. He touches 40k too. Um, which is great, and it's funny. He's he's now with uh, Cole McGinnigal from our local club uh, to to be a part of it because I, I I told Matt he could see. I'm like Matt, I, I don't care about I don't care about these topics. Like I, I can't talk about them because they're not passion for me. It's not that I don't want it. Like obviously, like yeah, sure, whatever, talk about it, whatever you want. But 
I, I just don't like like Warhammer Weekly. I love Warhammer Weekly, but whenever the show comes on and it's about fixing this army, I'm just like, I don't, I don't like good content. I don't care. Right. <laughs> like just just play the game, have fun. That's that's where my mindset is. But like I know people appreciate it. But I've also been trying to figure out what to do with this main podcast because I kind of want to do more fitness. So I, I need to see like what the what the level is with like you know Matt Neil and. Dave. Yeah, and like, like guys, I, I kind of want to talk a lot more fitness on this show than we have been, instead of like reviewing GW stuff because we can do that on you know Matt's show. Right. So, just that, and I say this just as a heads up, like there may be change in the near future for the podcast format. Um, also, I, I kind of like at the point like, if we're just talking about fitness, like, do we need to have the video for the for the strength hammer portion? Like, do I can we just record oh, so audio? Flex, right. It's true. We have to prove that we lift. I mean, come on. Well, that's that's why you follow us on Instagram <laughs> at strengthhammer <laughs> underscore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just that. Don't look me up. Yeah, but just look up Chuck. But like I said, depending on how things go and like the interest of the other guys, um, like you know, you might see Alex on more because Alex is as big into fitness as I am. Whereas you know, not everybody is, and I get that, and that's right. that's fine. I don't want to force someone to like Matt's not forcing me to be on his show talking about stuff that I have no passion about. So I'm not going to force anyone else to do that. Uh, unless they're trapped in a car, <laughs> driving back from doing Murph, and they have to talk about Help me. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll uh, get uh, the other guys on to talk about some other stuff, too, in this show. But uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this little Murph before and after. Um, yeah, uh, catch you all later. Anything you want to say, Alex? Uh, stay strong. Yep, stay strong and get stronger, everybody. Don't steal my line.